All right, Anchor Knots, it is Monday night, and we are fast and furious here on the Dipstick. My name's Greg. I'll be with you all night talking about the wild, the entertaining, the interesting, and the oh-so-unfortunate here on the Dipstick. We talk about any and everything, and tonight is like every other show. We talk about all of it. Tonight, we're going to get into Colin Kaepernick declaring war on the NFL, as well as the fly-by-night plastic surgeon that goes by the alias Dr. Kitty. And, of course, more and merrier things as well, because this, this is the dipstick. So let's, let's get into it. If you've been watching the NFL for any period over the past two to three years, you know of a man named Colin Kaepernick. Anyway, at one time, he was a fantastic, great quarterback, and now he'll be considered, yeah, kind of a subpar, middle-of-the-pack quarterback. But about a year, year two ago, he started protesting the national anthem based on people's, or people's, America's treatment of minorities. And so he started sitting down for the national anthem. And then he talked to uh, someone in the army who said, hey, man, like, I understand your protest and I support you. But if you could just kneel for the national anthem, I'd really appreciate that. It would show respect to me, to the flag and what's going on here. And Kellen Kaepernick, being a really, really good dude, said, yeah, man, totally, not a problem at all. So we started kneeling for the national anthem. Colin Kaepernick has also donated $1 million to 10 different charities. Sorry, $1 million divided by 10. $100,000 to 10 different charities uh, to support like his investment in the community. And of course, you've been paying attention to the news and you realize that this whole kneeling thing has gotten way, way out of hand. And we could get into why the NFL is so weird on this because they were for it. Now they're against it. Now they're totally for it. And don't even get me started about this President Trump and, and what he's doing in all this because this whole message has been lost and perverted. And it's unfortunate. But throughout all of this, Kaepernick does not have a job. Now, depending on who you ask, he's a good quarterback or a bad quarterback. And, but most of those parties say that he's actually a capable quarterback. Love him or hate him, he can get the job done. Might not be the best, might not be the worst, but he's somewhere in there. And he probably deserves at least a look. And this is why it's weird. Kaepernick won't even get a trial with the team. He won't even get a professional trial to try and prove himself. And more often than not, teams will take anyone who will help their team get better to win. The Cleveland Browns are one of the worst franchises on the history of the planet, and they won't even give this guy a look. And so Kaepernick says, hey, screw it. I'm going to file a grievance with the NFLPA against the NFL because uh, this is bogus. And that just happened today. And so that is going to be in the news for the next weeks and months, and we're going to see how this all plays out. But I believe, deep down in my heart of hearts, that there was probably collusion among the NFL owners. The 30 of them got together and said, listen, we're not going to hire this guy. It's bad news for the league. It's bad news for what's going on. And that means we don't make as much money. And if that ends up being the case, guess what, guys? You are going down in a flaming heap. I cannot wait to see what happens if that is actually the case. If it's not, well, then you know, then we know, and hopefully the, the truth comes out somewhere in there. What do you think about Kaepernick? Should, they, should he be hired? Is he just not good enough? Uh, what's your take on this? Let me know. Up next, we've got a story that took place up here in Toronto, Canada, with a girl who went by the name of Dr. Kitty. Now, Dr. Kitty, yes, I'm going to say that the entire take, was a plastic surgeon. The only thing is she did plastic surgery from... Yeah, her basement of her house, which begs a few questions. One, why are you so desperate to get plastic surgery that you're willing to go to someone's house to get it done? I'm sure her rates were affordable, 
And I'm sure she had some sort of idea of what she was doing, question mark. Like up here, up here, over here in Saskatchewan, in the middle of Canada, we've got a rule here that says you can have a home business if you want to bake donuts or that sort of thing. The government says, hey, go for it. The government does not say, hey, you want to be a doctor, feel free. Just do your best and make sure that you use the right anesthetic and, uh, and don't make any mistakes. No, this is, this is all sorts of bad. And of course it was. Because the teenager, yes, she was a teenager, who was performing the surgery, made a mistake, and one of her patients got an infection, and she went to the cops and said, hey, I don't think this is right. And the cops arrested her. So, I mean, we need to decide whether or not we need to say, hey, this woman who got arrested and was charged with aggravated assault, is she an entrepreneur? And should we commend the fact that she just went for it and went all in and said, you know what? I'm a teenager, but I'm going to be a plastic surgeon and just do the best I can. Or should we say, shame on you to the patient who got it done and said, you know, you didn't have any clues that this was a bad idea? And as usual, I'm going to land right in the middle and put my finger at both of them and say, hey, you're both morons and you got what you deserved. Thus concludes the story of Duff the Kitty. We chatted about the Harvey Weinstein scandal and this thing is heating up and more and more people are coming forward to say, hey, this guy's a dirtbag. But more importantly, this thing has blown up. So yesterday for the first time, I noticed this hashtag that said hashtag me too. And what it encouraged women to do is say, listen – be bold and say, if you, this has happened to you, if you've ever been sexually assaulted or sexually harassed, use the hashtag MeToo so we can let the world know how prevalent this problem is. And oh my goodness, this problem is prevalent. In fact, I would say the majority of the women that I know in my life are using this hashtag MeToo. And now I'm not everyone's telling their stories, and they don't need to, it's not about that. But what I'm realizing is we have this entire society that's built around making it okay to sexually harass and sexually assault women. And yeah, there's the really stupid comments like, oh, she had it coming, or she wanted it, or whatever it was. A lot of really ignorant rhetoric is coming from men in this. But I really want to point out that there is a lack, a very deep lack of leadership when it comes to good men in the world. And I don't know why. I have no idea why it seems like the good men are very hard to find. And keep in mind, I'm not even putting myself in that category. But what I am saying is, when I'm around in social circles and playing sports in the locker room, I realize the unfiltered talk that takes place and the social norms that take place in those locker rooms. And I go, oh, this is not normal. I don't need to call my wife my old lady because that's disrespectful. And I don't want to demean her. I don't want to make it normal to hit on other women, and on and on and on. And then I realized, whoa, I'm, I'm a part of the problem because I don't talk and I don't speak up and say, yo, guys, like this is stupid. Why are you talking like that? Respect women. I don't stand up for them. I, I'm the guilty, silent majority in all this. And to that, I say, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, and I pledge to do better. And honestly, coming from a guy that's still learning to do conflict well, I do not know what that looks like, but I promise to be more aware of my surroundings and what's going on and to do my absolute best to be an example of what it means to respect women and respect people in general moving forward. All right, team, that is the dipstick for tonight. Thank you for making it this far. You know the drill. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here. And for that, I am incredibly thankful. If you have nothing, and I mean nothing to do tomorrow night at around 9-ish o'clock Central Time, the Justin and Greg Show is taking place live on Facebook, facebook.com slash Justin and Greg. 
Two dudes, me, myself, my business partner, we put on a show to talk about kind of like stuff like this on the anchor and have a lot of fun and we incorporate comments in the community and actually it's quite a blast. So if you honestly have nothing to do, give it a shot. It's a lot of fun. And if that's too much work for you, well, I guess I'll see you here tomorrow night too. Have a good night, Anchor Knots. Toodaloo for now.